This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. we got a big show coming up for you at 2 o'clock right here on CKNW. Linda Steele is hosting a four-hour live special event. It's called Gimme Shelter. A real estate reality check. All levels of government will be in the studio to dissect BC's housing crisis and how to find solutions. Let's check in with Linda now. Hi, Linda. Hey, Mike. You know, the problem is, what are we going to talk about? What do we leave out? There's so much. If you're a renter, you have concerns about rent evictions, about even finding a place, about Airbnb taking rental suites out of the market. If you're a homeowner, you're worried about taxes, you're worried about home equity dropping, you're worried about trying to get into the market. My only problem today is going to be what stays in and what stays out. Yeah, I mean, this is absolutely a top of mind issue. It continues to be for residents of the region because there's such a an affordability crisis that we've been dealing with for a long time. Who are the guests you got coming in? Well, in the studio, I'm going to have four mayors. We've never done this before. We'll have the Vancouver mayor, the Victoria mayor, the New West mayor, and the Maple Ridge mayor. We're going to talk about everything from from rental uh, supply to prices to zoning to homelessness to solutions and. We're also going to have the housing minister on the show for a full half hour talking about what are you doing? We know you're doing a lot about demand. What are you doing about supply? Okay. When you hear from people on the open line in this topic, Linda, what, what are what are the typical sort of top of mind concerns that people are telling you? It depends, right? We hear a lot about homelessness and there's a real polarization. Some people say, you know what? Too bad for you. I don't want you living in my neighborhood. I don't want a modular housing unit. We have others who say these are our neighbors. These are our fellow British Columbians. And homeless people are not universally, you know, drug addicts or, or criminals or what have you. These are people who work their whole lives, sometimes the working poor. And I talked to the finance minister, Carol James, who said she has talked to people, families in this province who are living in their cars. It's not right. The problem's getting worse and we have to find a solution. Yeah. I think that's a really important one because there was also an interesting series on global news this week called the the hidden homeless that we've been playing on uh, CKNW uh, yesterday as well. And I thought that was a great way to describe it, the hidden homeless, because a lot of people might have a perception in their mind that a homeless person is, you know, someone who's addicted to drugs or maybe has mental health challenges and they're living in an alley or something. But there's a lot of people out there who maybe just lost their job or maybe had a suffered a disability or something, and they're mm-hmm. out of luck because they can't find a place they can afford to live in. Yeah, and not everybody agrees on the best solution. I know that yeah. the province has recently kind of imposed modular housing on Maple Ridge because they couldn't come to an agreement on where it should go or what it should be. But apparently in North Vancouver, where there's some 700 people who have nowhere to live and are right. living in tents, etc., they are having trouble. The municipal affairs minister is saying, um, we would like you to accept modular housing. It's not like there's not money to solve the problem. In some cases, it's municipalities that don't want the modular housing because the residents are saying, we don't want it. Yeah, I think the hopes and aspirations for a lot of people too, with this has really changed. I mean, you know, I remember when I was growing up, it was the dream was a detached home, you know, you'd have a a home with a with a pick, the, you know, the classic white picket fence and mm-hmm. a nice yard and, and a dog running around the yard. I mean, this is what we all wanted—a detached home. Now that for so many people, that just seems like 
a dream that is is unattainable. And I love the I love the article that you wrote yourself, Linda, on the Global News website with with the headline: "I own a condo in Vancouver and I'm a dink." Right. Yeah. What, what's, tell me what a dink is again. Okay, double income, no kids. Although yeah. other people said there's also dink wads, double income, no kids <laughs> with a dog. Oh, uh, I don't, I'm not that. I am just the dink. But okay. my problem is and not my problem, but my situation being a double income professional couple. When we have struggled in this housing market going, are you kidding? And the taxes, what? And how much are the property taxes? And and getting outbid for condos. And I'm not living a super luxurious lifestyle. And I think, good Lord, if I can't afford this, what do you do with the family of three or four or somebody who's yeah. working with minimum wage? Uh, somebody who's thinking, you know, the housing is so far out of reach that never in my lifetime, it would take me 35 years to save for a down payment. Yeah, there's a lot of despair out there over this. I mean, so many people are just frustrated as they dream about breaking into this housing market that they can't afford. Now, you got multiple levels of government, and you're going to be speaking to them today on your show saying, this is a top priority for us. We want to do something about it. Certainly, you got a, a provincial government in place that's brought in a lot of regulations and taxes and programs and things like that. And I, and I guess we are seeing a, a softening of the real estate market and a little bit of a dip in housing prices, but... I don't know. I mean, is, is that affordable? Well, no. That's no. the problem, too, is I'm going to try to get the mayors to define what is affordable anyway. If we yeah. can't even all agree on what that means, how do we move forward as a group? But here's the other thing. We're all looking for somebody to blame. We're all pointing fingers. So, we go, oh, it's those greedy landlords. And the landlords are saying, well, okay, you guys have put rent controls and so many new measures. We're confused. It's not even worth it for us in some cases. Then you get the developers saying, okay, it's easy to point the finger at us saying, you're marketing offshore, you're only building luxury condos. But at the same time, they're pointing their finger back at the city and the province and saying, you're stacking on so many fees and and taxes and red tape that you're increasing the cost of housing for the average person as well. So I think it's a complicated problem. We're all to blame in one way or another, and we're all part of the solution. Okay, just got a, just got a little over a minute left here, Linda. What about uh, foreign buyers? I mean, this is one that we hear about all the time: is the influence of foreign foreign capital or offshore money or money laundering to blame? I mean, the government's saying they're trying to clean that up. How yeah. much of a factor is that? Yeah, I'm going to ask that question. I mean, is it time to do what New Zealand did and ban foreign buyers from purchasing existing housing stock? A lot of people say, oh, that's racist, or, you know, we shouldn't do that, or it would really hurt the economy even more. But then there's the definition. What is a foreign buyer? Are we talking about somebody who had a lot of money and moved here legitimately? Is that a foreign buyer? Or is that yeah. the impact of global wealth? Someone had great wealth from another country, moved here, and is playing by the rules. It's a very complex situation. I personally right. think the people's version of affordability, we may never get to it in okay. this market ever again. I think it's a great idea for a special show today, for sure. And you're doing your whole program on it, right? Absolutely. So yeah. for four hours, and we're live streaming it, we got cameras tricked out here and, and lights, and you'll be able to watch it on CKNW's Facebook page as well. And phone in. Right. Oh, yeah. Get the open lines going for sure. I'll Indeed. bet you get lots of calls. Okay, Linda, looking forward to that. Thanks, Thanks for coming Mike. on. Okay, let's Linda Steele, the Linda Steele Show coming up this afternoon at 2 p.m. Make sure you don't miss that. Gimme Shelter, her focus on the housing affordability challenge in Metro Vancouver. You can hear it, of course, uh, at 980 CKNW, AM 980. Uh, also, 101 FM HD2 in Metro Vancouver, also carrying it today online at CKNW.com. 
uh, Radio Player Canada app, the Amazon Alexa, Google Home. It'll be everywhere today. Make sure you don't miss it.